0: Welcome to Down the Rabbit Hole. We are in 2022. <laughs> really? Yes. And like always, Carl Baldwin.
1: Yeah, I'm here. And you, Rafa, are you well? Uh...
0: Yes, I'm, I'm well. And uh, if you notice, we started publishing some episodes uh, last week. Yeah. And uh, I think it's something we uh, thought of calling the lost uh, pandemic recordings.
1: Yeah, they were really lost, though
0: yeah we're not lost no we all just have other stuff to do probably exactly, yeah and uh, we have been actually preparing a new uh new material yeah. probably a new format as well that mm-hmm. you will we will let you know more later but in the meantime we thought of releasing uh, all recordings we did before during the pandemic yeah some of them were a bit more challenging than others because, you know, we had to be isolated. We had to be recording remotely. Yeah.
1: That was interesting.
0: Yes. So you will see in the next uh, weeks the release of those files. Hmm. And that's why today we're here about to release uh, a new episode. Ah, and what number is it? This is episode number 84. Good God. Yes. And that's we have a special guest.
1: That's close to my IQ.
0: 84 <laughs> That's what people tell me. All right. <laughs> and we're going to have... A, a, this is actually a part one of uh, of this topic. Mm. And for this episode, we had a, a, a special guest. We did. Which was Dan Patrick Coyne, mm. musician, composer.
1: A compatriot of mine.
0: Yes. And the topic... Related to music, of course, Mm -hmm. was Spotify.
1: The curse of Spotify, I think.
0: The curse or the blessing, I don't know how would you like to... Depending
1: on whether the lawyers have called us yet or not.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Yes.
1: So we'll just edit out which one we don't need
0: there. Yeah. So we had a conversation with Dan Hmm. about uh, how good is it? How good is it for the artists?
1: God, you're being very balanced.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well... Not sure that's how you, it is, but you know it was a time. Yeah. One. So let's listen to the episode. Yeah. And see you at the end. Yeah. Society. Guys,
1: how are you today? I'm good. You, Carl? Yeah, I'm fine. Obviously, we're all coming into this remotely because of uh, yeah certain restrictions, but uh, it's good.
0: Yeah, restrictions that are actually. No. Yeah, everything is fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. No, let's get into topic. Dan, uh this is you proposed the topic, uh yeah, you why don't start. you start?
2: So this is the thing that's upset that I think it's a, it's upset or agitated a lot of people As he said uh, there's one particular quote from this um this interview he's given where he says uh, artists can no longer record music once every three to four years and think that's going to be enough um my immediate thought about that is I'm not sure who who did record music every three to four years and and sort of sit around <laughs> I don't think that's that's quite accurate like to begin with yeah right. um uh yes uh and then he also I mean, in the same in the same interview he's, he's referred he refers to musicians as uh, content creators which i find rather depressing It is uh, it is depressing <laughs> but it is true isn't it well, yeah, sure. Uh, but it doesn't. Have the, it doesn't. It doesn't have the ring to it. It mean, I, hasn't got the same romanticism. In it, well, no, exactly. There's a poem, there's a poem that comes to mind, uh, and I think if if we adjust it, it doesn't have the same ring to it. That, uh, there's a bit that goes, "We are uh, that would become. We are the content creators, and we are the dreamers of dreams." Like it doesn't doesn't have the same ring as "We are the music makers." It
1: doesn't roll off. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it doesn't hit you in the soul like the original did, right?
2: No. Uh, Okay. So yeah. So you you think that perhaps musicians are? It's not inaccurate to say that musicians are content creators.
1: Well, I think my my thought, because obviously I read the uh, materials you provided us with before this recording, and I suppose what I took away from it was he was being. I think he was being very. uh, He was being a little blunt, shall we say, and he was being a bit uh, west coasty. you know, kind of entrepreneurial hard nut, mm-hmm. but the reality, it seems to me, is that the landscape of uh, music creation, content creation, is is clearly evolving and changing. For sure, yeah, and that maybe, maybe what he was getting at, but in a very crude way, was that it's not business as usual anymore, and that. People have to evolve to, to, because we've never, we've never seen a marketplace like we have now for music. But, and I I think it's unrealistic for content creators, artists to think that how they did things prior to this revolution is going to be. Uh, suitable for the the future? I don't know what you think, Rafa.
0: Well, we have seen before changes in the music industry. I think Napster marks marks one of the other big changes in Mm. regards to music industry, how record labels uh, were managing artists and the discussions about royalties being paid to the artists and to the composers. Now, the problem with Spotify, I think, is the ways... um, uh, Operating, For example, there was a big discussion about already Spotify in 2018 because they made $1.37 billion as revenue and the average per stream royalty was 0.0037. Per stream. Right? Per stream. So mm. any artist wanting to get the minimum wage in the U.S., I'm talking about the U.S., Dan has, he has some other numbers for the U.K., but in the U.S., they had to do... streams to get minimum wage. (laughs) Now, compare that. The problem right now is that since we're also into a pandemic in which restrictions apply, a lot of revenue from artists was coming as well from performing live.
1: Mm.
0: Now, if you don't have performing live and your music is not really being bought anymore by CDs and you are left with this then really the artist is not really earning that much of money out of streaming. So that means that somehow somewhere the music industry has to change again their model for uh, giving revenue back to the musicians. I mean,
1: in a a way platforms like uh, Spotify have got a stranglehold on uh, artists revenue, obviously, because, Obviously, uh, I don't think it's yet in the QAnon conspiracy movement that Spotify are part of the global cabal of whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yet. So I, I doubt whether Spotify knew that we were going to have a COVID vaccine, but a uh, COVID pandemic. But obviously, the the pandemic has, as you say, killed live performance, generally speaking, um, and so even more so, artists are dependent on these you know, these new, relatively new platform payment mechanisms based on streaming, and clearly the vast, vast majority of artists can't earn enough, for sure, right?
2: The thing is that Spotify does actually have as its express mission that they want to enable more artists to live off their art. And I, I don't think that they are, that this, this idea is actually on, it's, it's not from this planet. Uh, I just, I do want to give an example, which a, a, a friend and collaborator of mine, okay. released an album on Spotify and it's important to get her this for the perspective. It is important to kind of introduce her a little bit, uh, unquestionably a successful musician, uh, a graduate from the Royal Academy of music And of the Academy graduates from my generation, she's at the top end of success stories from the institution. So we're talking really high stuff in terms of her talent and everything. Subjectively, I think that the album is amazing. I think it's uh, marvellous, but that's that's like an additional thing. I did get album of the month in a broadsheet newspaper. It got airtime on the BBC and it caused a real buzz when it when it came out. Now, the album's tracks, and I I did some analysis of this, we've got 24,072 plays. That's for all the tracks on the album collectively, 24,072 plays. That is uh, at, using Rafa's figure again, $0.0032 per pay. We're coming up to about £59.31. Now, uh, minimum wage in the UK is £15,269 a year, something like that. So... If you do those maths she'd have to make two hundred and fifty out al- two hundred and fifty seven albums in a year or almost one per day to get minimum wage on that thing and this is success this is high quality and actually reasonably successful music mm-hmm. so the, the, this the, the the idea that the artists need to do albums more often than once every three to four years. It's just, it's not, it's the, the, the perspective is completely warped in my opinion. Of course.
0: And you know, then again, any kind of platform that has been like this, for example, uh, has its own tricks. Nowadays, if you really would, would like to have thousands of streams, uh, what some people do, which, uh, some accounts have been banned for doing this, but a lot of people do it anyway. It's, um, ask for somebody to add your music to playlists so there are some kind of curators and people from spotify since your playlists become public that can add your music into the playlist with thousands of listeners or followers and then your track gets gets listened and you get uh, that now some people sell this service of you know Mm. uh adding your music to playlists in, in fiber for example so for like $20 some people add you into their own playlist so you get another thousands of of listens so well,
1: so, so you have to pay somebody $20 to get $3 back from
0: Spotify. something like that and you know uh, <laughs> I'm liking those maths <laughs> so really it becomes a, a very tricky and uh some people were uh, discussing the fact that, for example, if Spotify would take out people from having their playlist public and Hmm. be followed by other people, then they can definitely um, use a similar algorithm like Apple uh, Music or Google Music, uh, Hmm. Google Play does.
1: Can I ask something, Dan? I'm sure you know the answer to this, which is that on Spotify, is the uh, um, payment per stream? Is it fixed across all artists, or? or does I think
2: it I think it is. I think it is fixed. I don't think. I don't think, it, I don't think uh, so. Uh, I don't think it varies according to the popularity of the artist. So
1: effectively... Really what the
2: question is. So no, I, don't, it I is. believe it is kind of flat rate. I, It fluctuates. I thought
1: it was. I thought I'm it sure was.
2: it fluctuates, and I imagine that they hide it because it's not. you're not going to put it on the Spotify homepage. That, but, but, guys, you're getting $0.0032 per stream. Like they won't put that. But it's a, that.
1: So it, we believe it is a flat rate across the platform.
2: Yes, a flat, but fluctuating presumably. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. According yeah. to the number of subscribers. Flat but, but, but applied
1: horizontally. Uh, fluctuating yeah. but applied horizontal <laughs> yes right so so it seems to me that that what is actually wrong uh, with the Spotify model is that it is uh, disproportionately awarding very high volume artists isn't it so so what you actually need is a different payment model where it's uh, like tax it's a margin it's a progressive so the, the fewer at the low end of streaming numbers, it pays more, but as your streaming, um, volume goes up, it, it gradually pays you less per stream. So then,
2: but then and that would
1: support low, that would, would that not support lower, less popular, shall we say, or specialized content
2: creators? Well, it's. Uh, I mean, it certainly would. I still don't know if it would be enough to live off. But, I think that um, would be even we'll ne- exploitable. It, it's never. It will never happen because. The, it would. What? The, I don't think it will ever happen because the record companies won't aren't interested in in that. the The record company Spotify sometimes portrays itself as this kind of agitator or a disruptor of, uh, yeah. of, the, of the system, but the record companies actually they they love it because the, the record before the pandemic, they were making their money back off. Uh, getting driving people into live sh- into live shows and yeah. achieving p- popularity in that way, um, but so they're still in control of the whole thing. Nothing has actually been disrupted uh, properly.
1: So nothing's know. changed, really. So
2: I yes, yeah, so I don't think any anything has changed, and in fact, everything's uh, uh, got a lot worse. There is an um, there's an argument for increasing the fee on Spotify that they're just selling it too cheaply. But there, but this would just never happen because the whole point, and this is something we'll go, come on to, is that Spotify is this kind of stopgap before bit torrenting. If you've got like the, the, the amount of money people were making on record companies from uh, in uh, in the record industry was then completely um, undercut by bit torrenting. Yeah. And then Spotify is just a level, just one notch in which you're still making a tiny, tiny little bit of money. <laughs> But actually, I think on the scheme of things, it's just going, that will just, that that will disappear.
0: So what do you think as a musician will be, just as to, as final remarks, a better way to do this? A fairer way. A fair way. Uh, well, we've
2: got, um, you could... There's one one possibility is that you stop BitTorrenting because I think BitTorrenting and all that Napster stuff that you mentioned earlier that is the problem. That's the initial problem. That was the thing that was disrupting. That did that did cause a stu- that caused a real landslide change in the music industry. Now you can't, from my opinion, you can't stop BitTorrenting because it's like trying to get it's like trying to uh, get a security guard to stop the invisible man stealing items from a shop with you know with the invisible bullman man armed with an invisibility cloak and whatever it's just it's it's just impossible and le- the only possibility would be if the government ingests absolutely everything we do on the internet wholesale and monitors everything and i don't think anyone really wants that 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 to happen mm. uh, um so i i do actually think that we have to we have to kind of I, at some point we're going to have to have this a uh, whole whole scale acceptance that we cannot monetize digital mu- digital music anymore and with that, we need to have other ideas of um, so of we need completely new models. Completely new models, which I'll come I'll come on to what, what I would propose.
0: Okay. Alright. No, thank you then for the topic. Was interesting, Carl?
1: I found it very interesting. I think there's probably more to talk about.
0: I'm sure about that. So share with us your opinion about what would you change? In Spotify, to make it more fair to the musician, composer, artist of today.
1: I'd just like to say, I just saw a fly flying around Rafa's studio. Oh,
0: yeah. Like, what's it? Mike Pence sent it all the way here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, there you have it, Rafa. That's uh, wrapping up that episode. Of course, that is the first part. And in the second part, uh, I can't guarantee that Spotify will come out looking even better than it did in the first part. You'll have to listen to the second one to find
0: Yes. Don't miss out the next episode, part two of Spotify with Dan Cohen. Yeah. we we'll talk to you next time. Cool.